0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Colin and Samir Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about Mr. Beast and how he takes millions of dollars and turns them into billions of views.
1: And if you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, I don't have millions of dollars, nor do I get billions of views, we're going to be talking about his storytelling tactic, the way that he actually gets so many views on YouTube. So whether you have a million dollars, which maybe you do or you don't, this episode is going to help you to see how he actually tells a story on YouTube because it's very different than what you may think.
0: All right, roll the intro. All right, so we're back in the studio. Which is great. Which is great. It was
1: a long quarantine.
0: It was a long quarantine. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's been a while. Actually, it's been a while since I've seen you in person. Yep. So good to see you. Good to see all of you. Uh, We have our coffees ready for the podcast. We hope you guys do too, because we're going to dive into some pretty exciting stuff today.
1: Disclaimer, this is my second cup of the day. So,
0: things are going to get wild.
1: I'm shaking. I'm a little bit nervous, but let's just get into it.
0: This is a topic that's really fun to talk about, um, specifically storytelling. uh, But then to go even further, Beast is kind of redefining what it means to tell stories on the internet. And if you can understand how he's doing it and what he's doing, you can apply it to whatever you're doing, whether or not you're making YouTube videos, you have a brand, you know, whatever it is. Like his tactics are really, really good. And we've spent, time uh, analyzing them and and really thinking about it. We've also had many conversations with Jimmy, which is really fun uh, to actually talk to him about this stuff. So it's not like pure, you know, shot in the dark analysis. It's like actually rooted in some conversations that we've had with Jimmy.
1: Yeah. And I want to set the stage today. What we're basically going to do is break down game tape. Like Jimmy is basically the LeBron James Mm. of YouTube. And what we're going to do today is watch his performance, like see what he actually does, break it down, and this should be helpful for everyone that's watching or listening, but it was honestly very helpful for us as we broke it down and really saw how he tells a story and how different that is from how we are currently telling stories on our main YouTube channel.
0: So if you're new here, welcome, I'm Samir. I'm Colin, yeah. This is the Colin and Samir podcast. We also have a main YouTube channel where we release breakdowns on creators, Uh, but this channel, we're trying to get to 10K. So if you're not subscribed, which I think 90% of you are not subscribed, subscribe because it would be awesome.
1: Uh, Another thing I think, you know, not only do we talk about creators, but we also have YouTube channels and put ourselves on camera to crowdsource fashion advice and help our aesthetic hopefully get better over time. Last week, we asked everyone in the comments about your hair, whether you should cut it or keep it growing. 21 people voted yes, Mm -hmm. three people said no, you should cut it.
0: Oh, huh. all right. Well, I'll keep it.
1: And one person said that I should grow my hair out. Cool. Another person said you look like Cody Co.
0: Ko. Cody Co's hair is very long. It's right very now, long, but I think it looks great. Yeah, um, it's cool. I saw Cody Co at a coffee shop uh, a couple of weeks ago and I was I didn't say hello.
1: Yeah, you should have been like.
0: Y- you know, it's here's the thing is there's a power move if you don't want to be talked to, you keep your headphones in. Hmm. Whether or not you're talking to someone on the other side, whether or not you're listening to music, and he he was doing that. He basically stiffed me with the headphones move. Granted, he didn't see me. I'm sure it wasn't personal. No, I think he stiffed me. I think he was like, ah, I'm in line for a coffee. No one talk to me, please. And so I didn't talk to him, but.
1: You know. We're going to get to Mr. Beast and his storytelling philosophy, but in, on our main channel next week, you actually call out Cody Co. Yeah, So C- CK. Yeah.
0: yeah, CK. Yeah, yeah so yeah. keep
1: an eye out because uh, it may get a little uncomfortable Hopefully. between you and Cody. Hopefully, yeah. yeah.
0: Tension. Tension, Tension. Is, is the most important thing. anything
1: so storytelling is about tension and the release of tension and you did some writing a couple weeks ago about this it was really interesting you compared uh, how storytelling is this building of tension and release of tension to a lot of things that happen in our everyday life
0: we tell stories to make sense of things we drink coffee in the morning to kind of like build ourselves into this like intense intensity of work and we work from nine to five and then it's like okay you're off have a glass of wine or have a beer or go do something, right? So it's like tension and release. And that happens every single day. Or like if you go work out and then you have a massage after, it's like tension and release. So that is just a natural, like natural human behavior. And what you start to realize is we mirror that in films, like horror, action, whatever you like, there's an element of, of pent-up tension that the filmmaker creates, and then the release.
1: And it's interesting, you know, it applies to YouTube, but it applies to all social platforms. I've seen a lot of really good posts on Twitter lately where the first line is, this may rub people the wrong way.
0: Tension. Immediately you're like, oh, well, now I have to see what else it says in the tweet. On YouTube, a lot of that tension and release materializes in the title and thumbnail. The, The point of the title and thumbnail is to create enough tension for someone to click. And that click is the first experience of release, where you're like, you're 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 like, oh man, that that title got me to a point where I have no choice but to chase that release that the title is suggesting. Mm-hmm. And I think what we saw in older versions of YouTube, at mirrored filmmaking, where it was like, there's a title, let's say, eating vegan changed my life. There you go. Yeah, you're stepping into that to be like, you're you have enough tension to be like, okay, I want I want to see how the, your life was changed. And the assumption is that by the end of the video, I'll get that release of like, okay, I get it now. I see how your life was changed. But as our attention spans have gotten smaller and like we require more stimulation, certain creators have been able to take a uh, a full video and manufacture tension multiple times throughout the video to keep us on that cycle. And the reason why is because retention time is really important.
1: Yeah, and I think what we've found with Mr. Beast is that he's completely mastered that formula for cycling in this act one act two act three and not necessarily doing it across four minutes and 20 seconds like david dobrik but 15 minutes 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and when you can do it across 15 minutes that's when you're looking at 44 million views
0: he's able to manufacture tension inside of the viewer and release it very quickly over and over and over again at disproportionate levels to create this situation where you can't stop watching because you want to know what the next release is going to be like, feel like, you need to know.
1: Yeah, and we're going to get into his video uh, called I Gave People a Million Dollars But Only One Minute to Spend It. But essentially, if you were to look at uh, two different types of storytelling represented visually, traditionally what we have done on YouTube, and what a lot of YouTube creators have done is that gradual rise of tension. And then you look at a a Jimmy video, a Mr. Beast video, and it's much more of a jagged up and down, up and down at different levels. And and I think we can get into that right now with this this video.
0: And if you're listening uh, to the audio version, you might want to check out the video version at some point so that you can see, because we're going to put some like graphics on screen. We're also going to watch one of Jimmy's videos right now and talk about like how this plays out. Because if right now we're talking very conceptually, but we're going to actually show you what this is like. Also, I just want to be clear that the assumption is that it should only be 60 seconds, right? Like a million dollars in a minute, I I should be able to release this tension in 60 seconds. (laughs) You would think. How long is the video? The video is 14 minutes and 17 seconds. Okay, so let's let's show you how he takes this concept of a million dollars in one minute all the way to 14 minutes.
2: This is $1 million in cash, Now I'm going to give random people one minute to try to spend all this money.
1: Okay, so right there within five seconds, he delivers on the title and the thumbnail. You click on it. That's the first release of Tension. Mm-hmm. I wanted to watch this video. I click on it. He's telling me, this is in fact the video you thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And it's visually represented. He's surrounded by cash.
0: Which is actually not um, what... YouTube used to be like. It used to be like the concept of clickbait very much was like, okay, that's gonna happen in the video at some point, but I don't expect it to like deliver immediately. It could happen in the middle or at the end, anyway.
1: So that is the actual act one of the entire video here. Mm -hmm. That you're right, you clicked on the video you thought you were clicking on. I'm gonna give people one minute to spend a million dollars. That happens in five seconds.
2: Carl, start the timer. You guys have 60 seconds. Whatever you put in this cart I will pay for up to one million dollars.
0: So he's, he's just manufactured brand new tension. So you experienced tension with the title, with this concept of a million dollars in a minute, and he just introduced brand new tension, saying it's whatever you can fill into this cart in the next 60 seconds, up to a million dollars. So he, it, it, you know, within 11 seconds has basically done two different intros, right? Intro one is the whole broad concept. Like you said, you're like, check, check you're delivering on what I thought you were going to deliver on within another six seconds. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. A new, a new tension point. What can they fill in this cart? How much money is it going to be? I have all a brand new set of questions within 11 seconds that I need to be released. Like relieve me of this tension now, Jimmy, what, what, what the hell is about to happen? How much can they fill in this cart? So that's what ensues over
1: the next 60 seconds. You see this kid and his dad run around and try and fill the cart they add everything up, and it turns out he wins $18,000. So within the first,
0: really, minute, you just saw someone win $18,000. So what you thought, again, uh, just to go back, it, what's important is, like, the, the title is A Million Dollars in 60 Seconds. We're 60 seconds into the video, $18,000 of a million has been given out. You now understand the new concept. And that means that right after that happens, which is at you know, let's talk about what, it, what that timestamp is, where the next chapter Opens.
1: After that first competition is over, that first contest, at one minute and six seconds, all of a sudden we move in to an entirely new setting with an entirely new act one where tension is being built again.
2: Our next location is this entire jewelry store here. Jewelry is really expensive. As you can see, this stuff here costs $900,000 by itself. And all this stuff here costs $1.3 million. And of all the stores, if someone was to spend a million dollars, this would be it.
0: So there you go. You just introduced brand new tension point and raised the stakes significantly. Where it's like, it could happen here. You know, but you're like, you're continuously interested. Like the the point that uh, I really want to get across here is this. He's filling a room with tension. Whenever he introduces something new, he's filling us to the brim with tension where it's like, this woman could win a million dollars right now. And so you're like, oh, okay, let me, uh, come on, show me what's going to happen. And then it plays out over about 60 seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. She doesn't win a million. But she wins 60,000. And that's important because 60,000, which is three times how much the first person won. Now we've created two releases within two minutes Mm -hmm. Yeah, at disproportionate levels.
1: So now at two minutes and 28 seconds, we go in to the next act one where tension is being built and again in an entirely new setting.
2: For this next door, we have a special guest. That's my brother. Whatever is in this cart, when this timer hits one minute, I will pay for it. It is all yours, starting now.
0: New tension, new opportunity for release. So so I think like as a whole, what you can start to understand, especially if you're watching and, you, and you're watching along with us is this this ability that Jimmy has to introduce brand new sources of tension right when your attention span might like right when you've experienced the release. So you're like, you're building, it's like a roller coaster. You're like building up and up, up, up. And you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? He releases it. And you're like, oh man, that was, that was awesome. That was Mm -hmm. cool. That person won $20,000 and immediately introduces brand new tension. So you're going up, but you don't know how high you're going up. Mm -hmm. You don't know what the drop's going to feel like. $60,000 $60,000 when a woman wins $60,000 feels different from a viewer perspective than someone winning eighteen. Now you want to know, how much is this kid going to win? And they're building blocks on top of each other to deliver on the overarching tension and release of a million dollars by the end of the video.
1: So I think the interesting thing is that if you watch the entire video, this happens eight times throughout the video, where there's the building of tension, the release of tension. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is that what's on the line and who could potentially win each one of these competitions matters and it builds tension. You know, one time it's a teacher who's trying to fill her cart to, you know, give supplies to her students. And then that only amounts to ten thousand dollars, but at the end he comes in and just gives her another ten thousand.
2: Here is ten thousand dollars and No, 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 yeah. no. You're gonna make me cry.
1: So it's twenty thousand dollars total, which is around the same as the first competition we saw, but the feeling behind it Mm. is actually elevated because you care that she's getting it for her students. Mm -hmm. Later on in the video, he gives one of his subscribers the opportunity to win a Tesla, who then does win a Tesla. So he's shape-shifting who's winning, why you should care that they may win, and the size of the prize all the way throughout. And as an audience member, you're on the edge of your seat because it's actually not a gradual rise. Mm. It's like bumpy turbulence. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting as a viewer. You yeah. want to keep watching because it's like a lottery, like you don't know what you're going to get.
0: Yeah, what's important is that it's not like five thousand, ten thousand, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand. That would actually be boring because your mind goes to like, oh, I can expect what's next. What's fun about it is what you just mentioned—that concept of turbulence. Which, by the way, I strongly dislike. If I, if and when I experience turbulence on planes, I am on the edge of my seat. I'm sweating. I can't even do anything else yeah. but focus on trying to n- not die, which is out of my control. So anyway. Uh, uh, first,
1: I actually want to apologize for using that analogy. Yeah, because I immediately,
0: my I palms are sweating because you said turbulence. Like, I strongly dislike yeah. it.
1: I apologize to you and to everyone watching. Uh,
0: you ever think about, um, like, I-, I think about all these creators and influencers who end up on private planes, and I, I look at it and I go, if I had that kind of money, I'm not getting on a private plane. It or people, matter.
1: even who just fly for a living, like musicians, entertainers. Yeah.
0: What? What? No. Private planes are too small. No, thanks. Remember that skydiving plane we were on where the door just swung open in the middle? I mean, like. I try and forget it. Yeah. yeah. So. I uh, mean, I haven't flown since March. Right. And I'm fine with it. So, I, I think uh, the, the important thing here, like the key takeaway is around number one, as a creator, your job is to fill the audience with tension so that you can release it. And the people who do this really well on YouTube are able to, to do this over a 10 minute plus span by building and releasing disproportionate amounts of tension throughout a 10 minute window, which delivers on an overarching tension and release point that was materialized in a title and thumbnail.
1: Yeah, the overarching storyline of actually giving away a million dollars yeah. still comes true. By the time you hit the 14-minute right. mark of the video, he has successfully given away that much money. And that's super important. You mm-hmm. do have to deliver as well
0: on the actual title thumbnail. Yep. So that, that's the interesting part is everything's about tension and release. When you think about a, a video concept idea, your job is to think, how do I fill people with tension enough so that they click on this video? Then your next job is how do I ensure that they have the confidence they clicked on the right video because they will experience a release and then introduce brand new tension and release it quickly so they know what it feels like to be a part of a Colin and Samir roller coaster, right? <laughs> like, what does it feel like to be on the Colin and Samir roller coaster? I also don't
1: like roller coasters, if I'm going to be honest. Okay. Never the have.
0: The Colin and Samir
1: Seesaw. Ferry ride. Whatever.
0: (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like, David Dobrik is another fantastic example of someone who was able to do this. And I mentioned, I think he was like the transitional uh, creator to get us to this point where he basically was one of the first people to be like, I'm going to string together a bunch of different act one, act two, act threes. I'm going to string together a bunch of different mini bits and stories uh, into a larger video to keep you on the edge of your seat and I'm going to make it as action-packed as possible. But
1: also as varied as possible. Yeah, as
0: varied as possible. And, um, you know, there's this video that's called, like, Jetpack Behind the Back Basketball Shot, something like that. It's amazing, because, like, one of the tension points of Dobrik is the lack of context. Like, it opens with Dobrik in with a guy on a jetpack in a pool with a basketball, and he's like, all right, he's going to try and make it in the hoop.
2: All right, guys, we're in Zane's backyard right now. This guy's kind of basically <laughs> hovering in his pool. We're going to try to do something for the first time here. A backwards flyboard basketball shot.
0: There's a ton of tension in the question of, why the hell is there a guy on a jetpack in this pool? But he that sounds a... like
1: social media in one frame. It's, it's one frame. Like, yeah. Jetpack,
0: pool, trick yeah. shot. And and the guy throws it behind him, and he makes it. Oh, my yes. God. Oh, yeah! Oh! And six seconds, you're on this ride of, like, if I clicked on this because I was interested, he delivered and showed me what the David Dobrik ride feels like and it felt really good. So then like title card hits, within 10 seconds, new introduction, right? And at the end of that video, what happens is he goes all the way up where he gets gets into a college dorm and uh, he knocks on the door and he's like, all right, one game of rock, paper, scissors, and I'll pay everyone in this room a thousand dollars. And that's like, I mean, already I've just filled you with
2: a ton of tension. Tuition can be tough, so I'm gonna give you guys a chance to each win a thousand dollars. Then he
0: introduces this new element within that bit where he says,
2: We're gonna play one game of rock, paper, scissors. If you win, everyone here gets a thousand dollars. Little did they know that five minutes before, I told one of the girls that no matter what, she should pick paper. Here we go. Ready? One game. On shoot. Okay, ready. Okay,
0: uh. He's actually fixed the game and told the girl that uh, to pick rock so that she can win. Or, sorry, to pick paper so she can win. And so then you're waiting on the edge of your seat to see everyone's reaction. All of this happens in a matter of 10, 12 seconds. Then you see the reaction. Paper, scissors, shoot. Yeah! <laughs> And literally, when I watched this, I, I remember my like my like stomach drops. Like you're so happy that they all won a thousand dollars. The music hits at the right point. And like the David Dobrik release of tension is like unmatched in a lot of in a lot of uh, parts of the internet.
1: Um, and I think what's what's really cool about that specific example that you give is when he does pause it and speak directly mm-hmm. to the audience and let you in on it. Yeah, because now you're a part of his. Movie moviemaking, right. you're, you're in on the joke. And I think that's actually what Mr. Beast does mm-hmm. in the video we talked about when he gives a Tesla away Tesla. to a yep. subscriber. Yep. It's like, if you also are in on this and you subscribe, mm-hmm. this could happen to you.
0: And I think w- the thing you realize is that when you as the audience get to help in building tension and then seeing the release for the people in the video, even though you had no bearing on it, but you feel like you're in on it. You're now all of a sudden Dobrik in that moment, and and Jimmy in the moment with the Tesla has shifted something where you feel empowered as an audience member, like in that in the Dobrik experience where he tells you she's gonna win. You're now in on it, and all the people in the room are not in on it. So you're like, ooh, I want to. I've just built tension in the room with David, and I want all these people to to feel the release. So it's like this this crazy uh, mind trick that, that is really beneficial to creators. Um, but it, it all boils down to these mini compacted versions of tension and release, which I think is what made um, TikTok very addictive in 2020. By totally, way. like
1: the TikTok for you page operates similarly to one of these David Dobrik videos where you're getting very short little stories, Mm -hmm. varying levels of tension and release. You never know what you're gonna get. Sometimes it's an amazing release, sometimes a little bit less so. Uh, And that's why I think these creators that do this and tell stories like Jimmy does are so well suited to transition over to vertical short form Mm -hmm. platforms because they already have these nuggets, like these 10 to 15 second uh, tension building and tension release stories that they can cut out and use. Like, it's it's all there. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's not like they have to recreate content for, you know, short form. If you look at Jimmy's YouTube Shorts, so Mr. Beast Shorts, check out that channel. I'm sure it's on the screen right now. But Mr. Beast Shorts has videos that are like 14 seconds because that's how quickly he builds tension and, re- and releases it in his videos. And it's not a brand new piece of content. It's actually just extracted from his videos. And when you extract those tension and release moments, you start to realize they are good pieces of content independently. So if you string together 10 really good pieces of content that are all 30 seconds, you've just created, you know, one big piece of content that's going to keep me on the edge of my seat because every 30 seconds, something new is introduced and I'm experiencing the, the roller coaster. The, the most important piece though, again, the key takeaway is that it's disproportionate levels. If you keep them proportionate, it's boring. Mm-hmm. They have to be disproportionate levels of tension and release throughout the video.
1: And I think something I wanna stress as well is that you don't have to be giving away millions of dollars or a thousand dollars like David Dobrik did in that clip. Let's take our channel as an example. If we're doing a breakdown video, we release tension by giving you knowledge, mm. right? That mm-hmm. you know a lot of our titles are titled with why, why this creator did that. If you're interested, that's the tension you wanna click and know. Mm-hmm. And hopefully by the end of the video, we've distributed all of that uh, and released that tension. Not only that, we can also get our audience involved and take um, recommendations for what questions we should answer, source how we should answer these questions and make sure that they are also a part of the process. Similarly to how Dobrik or Jimmy gets their subscribers involved.
0: Yeah, I think that's that. That's the important bit. So if you're a creator, um, or telling any type of story that you you, you need to capture people's attention, that's, that's the formula. Like that is the current formula that's working really well. Jimmy just does a really good job of spending a lot of time thinking about how to build enough tension inside of people that they have to click. And then how does he deliver on it in a very unique way that keeps you on the edge of your seat? Um, that has to do with disproportionate levels of tension and release throughout the video.
1: I was thinking about how, uh, if you think about, Jimmy's videos where he gives away a million dollars. Obviously, there are shows like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah, you would never watch the first minute of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and just go, "You, you want to be one? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like it just wouldn't work. Like so, even in television, mm-hmm. you have to find ways to build the tension. And like in that show, they bring on multiple guests, yeah. so some people get closer, some people don't. Yeah. Like
0: it, it does, uh, it exists other places, mm-hmm. but it's just been so ramped up. The difference, though, in let's take Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, is that it is gradual. It is gra- like the as a person is playing, they're winning, they're they're knocking mm-hmm. off. It's the boxes. same format, yeah. It's yeah. the same format, and I think that's the biggest difference. But where between, it's disproportionate
1: yeah. is that they bring on multiple guests, New people,
0: yeah. yeah. But I think the difference is that if Jimmy was to do that show, like which he kind of does even within a single person, there has, it can't be gradual. It can't be like, if you do this thing, you win 5,000. If you yeah. do this thing, you win 20. If you answer this question, you get to 100,000. Like That is too predictable. That's the difference.
1: Is, Jim, Jimmy takes the guest and says, this is why you should care about this guest. Mm-hmm. And this is what they could win. But at any time you have no idea, I could drop yeah. anything, anything. Yeah. another 10 happens, grand on them, anything.
0: It, that happens all the time where he, like in the middle of someone's just taking a long time to do something, he'll just be like, oh, okay, let's coin flip. Either you keep all your cash right now or you win nothing. Here's the coin. And yeah. like, y- you see that a lot with his like last to leave their hand wins a million dollars because he creates games within that game. The game itself is interesting, but then he has to introduce new tension and release it over the course. Uh, and that's what makes television game shows different from Mr. Beast. And I don't think any television game show would, would do what he does. Cause it's too sporadic and too unpredictable uh, and too spontaneous. And I think, uh, it only can be done on the internet right now.
1: It's too new as yeah, it's well. Too, it's a really new
0: wave it. with storytelling.
1: Like who's telling stories like that? Like very few people are telling stories like that, regardless of whether it's on YouTube or not.
0: You know who kind of the originators are of that, that type of storytelling is, is Jackass. Jackass was kind of like that. Yeah, that's true. You'd watch an episode and you had no idea what was coming next. And there were disproportionate levels of tension and release where it's like Johnny Knoxville is going to put paper clips on his nipples or Johnny Knoxville is going to jump off this building. You know, you're like, yeah. what is about, you don't know what's about to happen. So, um, it has been done before, but now that the internet is, uh, is just this, like this free place to, to tell stories and, and it's all about tension, release, capturing people's attention for long periods of time. The only way to do it right now is through short bursts of of mini condensed stories. All right, so that's it this week for
1: the podcast. Like we said at the start, we are trying to get to 10,000 subscribers on this channel. And when we look at the analytics, like you said, only 90%, no, 90% of the people are not subscribed. subscribed. So if you're in that category and you're watching this right now, subscribe to the podcast. We're releasing one every week right now. And we talk about what's happening in the creator economy, help you make sense of it uh, from a creator perspective because we are creators ourselves. So if there are other videos that you want us to break down or creators that you think we should talk about, put that in the comments. We'll look through it. And maybe we'll talk about that next week on this podcast.
0: Listen, where other creators make dollars, we make sense. All right. See you next week. How long you been thinking of that? Just now. It was pretty exciting. man. All right. Outro. Can't tell if I
1: like it or if I hate it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. See ya.